Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. I'm Stacy Kitahata. I'm Director for Partnerships with the Krista Foundation for Global Citizenship. I'm here at the invitation and idea of Claire. And I'm Claire. I have been coming to Holden for a long time, for as long as I can remember. And I'm a colleague of the Krista Foundation for Global Citizenship and recently employed with the Kaleidoscope Institute. We're excited to have our co-worker and colleague here. Hi, my name is Rediat Mulligetta, and I am Program Associate at the Krista Foundation for Global Citizenship. So our first topic was around the scripture, the Bible story, and it was You Are Mine, Challenge and Support in Sacred Text. And we looked at the story of Jesus and the disciples in the boat, storm happens, disciples freak out, they wake up Jesus. Um, and we looked at that a little bit more deeply. So, Claire, what did you think about how that conversation went as we explored what that the challenge and the promise that God has for us? Yeah, I thought that it was um, it was valuable to sit with the text for a, a length of time, and especially after having built in some communication guidelines and some ways of sharing that kind of distributed. But they really focused on listening mm-hmm. so that everyone was able to share in what 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 they named to be uh, deeper ways than they would have anticipated in a group of strangers around a text that they were all very familiar with. Hmm. Yeah. What did they use? What was that technique? Mutual invitation? Yes. So mutual invitation is a process where we do not do any cross-talking, but we invite one another um and give each other an opportunity to listen to one another's stories. And I thought that doing this Lectio Divina type of process with the group drew out a lot of personal stories um, and even opinions, but there was deep listening that was that we were able to have in the midst of the discussion. Yeah, I was surprised in the small group that I was in how quickly we could get deeper um, within just 20 minutes or so of reflecting on the text. Absolutely. So what was our second day? Our second day theme was, I have called you by name, restoring us. And we hope to be able to um, help people build cultural self-awareness and empathy and to have practical skills for dialogue um, across difference and relationship building. So, um, and I, and we introduced ourselves in a different way that day. And, and we, in our, in your own process of restoring yourselves, and also in accompanying the people, other people in, in kind of exploring their own stories, what are some of the themes and patterns that you notice in that process of reclaiming stories or reimagining stories um, in an interculturally aware way? That's a good question. Well, I realized that one of the invitations is to tell my, and to know and to claim my whole story, the parts that are, um, both less positive, maybe less attractive, more painful, um, more messy, and to just put that out there and just being able to incorporate that as well as the good and constructive and positive things 
um, helps me to to live into what it means to be a full person. I, I see how it also gives other people permission to claim the wholeness of their story. Absolutely. I, I think the powerful aspect for me is in a society where my story is oftentimes written as a person of color, written by others to name and claim the complexity, the different experiences that I have that make me me. Um, it just felt really powerful and reclaiming parts of me that people may not know and vocalizing it. Um, I think the pattern that I was able to see is by hearing my story, people received it really well and were able to go deeper um, in their own story as well. So in that space, what I was impressed with was the level of vulnerability and depth mm-hmm. and sharing. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about from the first day of how do we respect one another as we are holding the story mm-hmm. of not only ourselves, but the community as well. So yeah. that was I think that um, as women of color, Randy and I describe a different kind of experience in our iceberg of culture than, than Holden as a whole or as in general, as a community, right. um, I'm interested to know your perspective on that as a longtime Holdenite and yeah. as a white person. Yes. <laughs> One of the things that I did notice is that it was very difficult to get white people to talk about their race. It was difficult for me to begin that journey, and it was difficult in my groups. Very few people actually mentioned that, although we modeled that. Mm-hmm in in our introductions and in all of our examples really yeah. but it's so deeply ingrained i would say for whiteness perpe- whiteness perpetuates itself by denying its existence right and so i think that 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 is one of the biggest hurdles that i've had to try and overcome and i and i keep have to fight that temptation and i i was encouraged to see little bits and pieces of that coming up but i do think that that's something that we need to kind of continue to to, to just name even when it's uncomfortable yeah. and to talk with each other yeah. specifically about and, and avoid the temptation to kind of spin off into generalization mm-hmm. about society or about, you know, political things and kind of own that part of ourselves. Yeah, I was really grateful that there was a man who said that, that I have to say race because it's so powerful right. and influencer and the way I navigate the world. Yeah. I wonder if we should give our definition of culture that we were oh, yeah. using. Would you do that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, it, okay. Thank you. So yeah, we, we toss this word of culture around. It's important to have at least some common understanding of what it means. So we use the definition that Janet and Milton Bennett uh, came up with. It's really simple. Uh, it's the learned and shared attitudes, behaviors, and beliefs of a group of interacting people. So that helps us to recognize that we have a family culture, but also Holden itself as a community has a culture, and that we move in between different cultural realms. Um, And then it's not just race or ethnicity, right? It's all the other things are what a big conversation in our small group was about economics and class status. Right. We talked about age a lot. That was one characteristic that people were really grappling with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This is a great segue to um, our session, which is focused on um, Fear Not, which is Holden's scriptural theme. Our session will focus on facing the future. Um, So I'm curious, this is my first time at Holden, um, and I'm curious as you two are engaging with um, this community, um, I think there's a lot of overlaps how do you see the future 
moving into this context or at what we were discussing, right? As we leave Holden and continue to engage um, in community outside of Holden and then also even the future of Holden here, what what are the implications? What are the hopes? And then how do you see this theme of fear not being a invitation for us as people in the United States even? One of the long time kind of missions and ho- hopes of Holden Village is it can it can be a place apart for people to come and have uh, a space to gain new perspective mm-hmm. and be equipped to then be sent back out into the world refreshed with new skills, with new perspectives and new relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so my hope for offering this this topic and for these conversations is that people can have some skills to reflect on their own process while they're engaging with people who are different from them, mm-hmm. whether that's at Holden or at, in their home communities or whatever that may be. Because I think people have, have continually mentioned that this is, that there's a, there's a great fear kind of generally in the United States right now for many, many people. And that I, that people who come to Holden generally have really wonderful intentions mm-hmm. for um, supporting diversity for created inclusive spaces for living out a sense of the Holy spirit in the world. And I think sometimes we have such good intentions and such good thoughts that we don't, but we get stuck a little bit how to actually practice that and how yeah. to live that out. Because these, th- these are muscles that are not taught in a regular classroom. Yeah. These are not things that are necessarily taught in college classrooms either. We get a lot of theory in these places, but not a lot of actual practice. To well, I think even in congregations, yeah. it's actually taught to not do anything. Right. Not explicitly, but the we stop at having a good idea, being inspired, mm-hmm. and we don't actually haven't been encouraged to take that next step. And change, I think, hasn't been as positive as stability mm-hmm. right. and um, dependability, even comfort. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what our theme has been about, is that how is there both uh, support and challenge in our mm-hmm. relationships. Absolutely. We want people to be brave. Yeah, brave and not just only safe. Brave and uh, safe enough to be brave and brave. courageous. Yeah. 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 One of the village pastors uh, said to me that there was a longtime staff person or ongoing staff person who was in yes uh, our second section who said, wow, if we had done that, together as staff, mm. we would have had a really different experience in our winter community where people are living very intensely in relationship. Yeah. And what is that level? How do you negotiate both uh, openness and vulnerability and then right. not burdening one another with my stuff, right? Right, right? And so I think that that really is the practice right. that we're tr- hoping to nurture here in the village among the visitors and the participants and that they can take that and be ambassadors of that, if you will, um, and practice that at least in some level in the communities and the groups that they're part of after they leave here. And identifying what stake they have Mm -hmm. in the work. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Making it more personal, seeing themselves in it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.